Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Good people, Pastor LaMarcus here with another episode of On Your Mark. So glad to have you with us today as we are diving into this idea of contending for your joy. We started this series, if you didn't listen to kind of the introductory uh, uh, sermon or excuse me, I want to call it a sermon, uh, teaching, podcast, information, uh, the uh, we did the first one, the intro, and uh, I definitely think it'll be uh, a really, really good foundation as we continue to go forward. So if you have not already listened to that, definitely want to uh, recommend that you go back and listen to that because we laid out some really good things that I believe we're going to, uh, that I believe were good things that we're going to utilize as we kind of move forward. Uh, just kind of talking about ideas and, and areas where we can fight for our joy and the fact that we will have to fight for it. Uh, the enemy is going to try and crowd out our joy. Joy is supposed to be our natural state of being. It is supposed to be what we have anyway because we have Christ, what we have anyway because we have a loving father, who we are naturally because we belong to God. So joy is supposed to always be there. What the enemy does is he tries to crowd out that joy by attaching so many different things, by pushing so many things on us, by pressing his agenda, by uh, trying to force us to lose sight of the things that God has called us to pay attention to. And the next thing we know, we've put so many things on our plate that have no business being there that we can't find joy. We're running and things are hectic and we're so stressed out, so much anxiety about things that we were never actually called to be paying attention to. And now we can't find our joy because it's being crowded out. It's being pressed out by everything else. So the fight, the contending that we have to do is to make sure that we stay in line with God, to make sure that we stay with him on the path he's called us to, doing the things he's called us to do. And in doing so, we're, we're fighting for our joy. So we, we gave you a few things that we want to make sure that we pay attention to. Um, and, and we talked about the fact that joy is not a feeling, but a decision. I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper on that today because I didn't get to give you as much as I really wanted to on the previous podcast. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. We talked about the fact that joy is not rooted in a situation or circumstance, but it's rooted in truth. And we're going to dive deeper into that uh, on our next podcast. We also talked about joy is not easily attained, it's faultful. We're going to talk a little bit more about the idea of really setting up some really strong um, barriers so that we don't allow things to, to kind of come in and push our joy out. And one of the reasons I want to spend some, some time on that one is because we'll do a really good job uh, of setting up some boundaries and setting up some barriers. And then one thing will happen. And the next thing we know, uh, all the barriers will come down and everything will be right there. So we're going to talk about how to make sure that we're solidified in a way that will help us uh, really maintain our joy, obtain that joy and really fight for it. Um, and then we talked about the fact that Joy is not just about the smile on our face, but it's about the condition of our heart. So we want to make sure that we dive into that today, man. Like I said, I, I want to go a little bit deeper into the idea that joy is not a feeling, but it is a decision. It is not a feeling, but a decision. Now, I don't want to make you mad right off the bat, but 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 I got to say this because I say it all the time uh, to my congregation because uh, way too often, especially now in this climate that we're in. It's all about how I feel. It's about how I feel. You hurt my feelings. You said that I didn't like the way it made me feel. This happened and I didn't like how it made me feel. Listen, listen, I want to say this with all sincerity and I'm not trying to upset you, frustrate you or make you mad, but I need to be clear. You can feel how you want to feel. 
Feelings are a natural part of what we deal with on a daily basis. It, it a daily basis. Uh, it it is the emotions that we find ourselves encompassed with. But you can't trust the feelings. Come on, you cannot trust your feelings, and I will prove it to you. You can have the exact same thing happen to you, and feel completely different about it. If it happened to you yesterday, you felt some type of way. If it happened today, oh man, that's kind of funny. And, and all you have to do is just think for just a few moments and you'll be able to think of something that happened that was actually pretty similar or the same situation. But you felt differently about it because of the state you were in at that time, because of the state you were in at that moment, because of what had been going on. You come home. If you're married, you know this. You can come home. You can crack a joke and it's all funny. Ha ha ha. And everything is cool. You come home at a different time, crack a similar or same joke. And it's, well, what do you mean by that? Well, what happened there? What are you trying to say? Wait a minute. I, I, was, it, I was kidding. It was, it was just a joke. Why are you joking so much? Why are you like, it's just like, wait, what happened? A couple days ago, it was ha ha funny, but now it's a problem because you had a different kind of day that day because somebody else said something that put you in mind of that. In other words, all I'm trying to get us to understand is that our feelings are not reliable sources of information that we need to go on. And I tell people at church, at, at our church this all the time, listen, feel how you want to feel. Then do what thus says the Lord. In other words, your feelings are real. They are valid. And they tell you something of how you're relating to the world at that moment. But they are not reliable sources to make decisions on. We have to step back out of our feelings, let our feelings calm down and then make a good decision. What does that have to do with this idea of joy? It has really a lot. I want I almost said everything, but but it has a lot to do with it, because if we're always being governed by our feelings, then our joy will be governed by how we feel as well. And if our joy is governed by how we feel, then all of a sudden it ceases to be joy and it moves over into the category of being happiness. And then based on how I feel, based on what's happening around me, then that'll dictate if I am happy or if I have pseudo joy. And the reason I say pseudo joy is because it's not real joy if it's based on what's happening. So we have to make a decision to have joy, not wait till we feel joyous not wait to not wait to see how we feel about it but we make a decision right off the bat we wait when we wake up in the morning when our eyes open up we make a decision this is the day that the lord has made i will rejoice i'm gonna make a decision a conscious effort to rejoice to be joyful throughout the day i don't even know what's going to come at me today but i've already decided whatever that might be I'm going to rejoice. Why? Because I'm not basing my joy on, on uh, what's happening. I'm not basing my joy in the stuff that I might run into. I'm going to have joy because I have a God who loves me, because I have a God who's in control, because I have a God who is on my side. We talked about that in, a, in the previous podcast, not having, uh, not, not letting our joy be based in, but be based because. In other words, if it's only in certain things, and now I'm being governed by how things happen within those things. But if it's because of something, i.e. because of God, because of who he is because I am his child because he loves me now I can set my joy on those things that are stable versus setting my joy in something that is fleeting so we got to make sure we do that so 
Today, we, we make sure that that our joy, uh, we, we want to talk a little bit more about this idea of, of joy not being a feeling, but being a decision. We come up and we decide to have joy. So so our, our scripture basis that I want to give uh, just for some thoughts today, and I want to give you a few practical things. That's, that's one of the things we want to make sure that we do is give you something that you can really start doing. You can look at and say, okay, let me do this and this will be, uh, this will help me with this idea of joy. For, for our topic uh, or just the scripture that I want us to to glean some thoughts from is Philippians 2 uh, verse 5. It's, it's the scripture where Paul is talking to the church at Philippi and he's explaining to them how they need to behave together and how they need to interact with one another, not being boastful, not being puffed up, but, but really loving and caring for each other, looking out for each other. In other words, it's, it's about community. And I think this is really interesting. Uh, Philippians is considered one of the most joyous books in the in the Bible and how Paul writes about how much joy he has and in, in the information he's getting about the Philippian church. And it's just really, really fascinating to think of of kind of how it all interrelates. And then you think of this particular passage here uh, that I want to mention in Philippians as he's talking to the church about how to believe or, or excuse me, how to behave uh, with one another, and then this idea of joy being tied into it, he's telling them we need to make some decisions. We can't go on how we feel. He says this, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you. Now, I, I love the way the Bible um the, the, the way we when we translate certain terms and the, the different meanings of the words and when you really dive into, you know, what it means. And, and this this passage is translated a, a couple of different ways. But but the basic outline of it is we got to stop thinking like us and start thinking like Christ. We, we got to stop thinking the way we would normally naturally think and let the thoughts or the behaviors, the activities of Christ be the thing that leads our thinking. Let this mind, let you contend for, you fight to think different because you're going to have initial thoughts. You're in community out there in this world, out there on the job, in the, the grocery store line, driving on, on the highways. You're out there. You're going to have some thoughts. And, and, and what Paul is saying is when you have those thoughts, stop, arrest those thoughts and think different. Let this mind being you remember remember what we're saying it's a decision right it's a decision you're going to have these things come at your mind but you're going to have to parse through and decide of these things that's hitting my mind what am i going to allow to be the prevailing thought what am i going and what i mean by prevailing thought what am i going to allow the thoughts that come in my mind what am i going to allow to win and such if that thought wins then that's what i do that's what i act on and paul is saying the thoughts that need to prevail in your mind are the thoughts of Christ. Let this mind fight to think the way Christ does. Fight to, to allow that to be the prevailing thought in your mind. Change your mind. I love that, that way of thinking about it. In other words, your thoughts and ideas that hit your mind, you're going to have to change those. You're going to have to consciously decide, no, not that one, this one. Because you're going to have some thoughts that probably go something like, yeah, we need to cuss them out. And, and what Paul is saying is, mm -hmm, yep, that's that's a normal everyday thought when something like that happens. But you're in Christian community or you're in a community representing Christ. I need you to arrest that thought and then think different. Love your enemy 
as yourself. I, and, and, and it's, listen, you're going to have to fight for that. that. That's why we're talking about this idea of contending for, because our natural default mode was supposed to be joyous. But when sin came into the world, it shifted us. Now our natural default is, I wish somebody would. I, if I was at church, I'd probably say that a little different, but, but I, I wish somebody would act up. I wish somebody would say something. I wish somebody would pull in front of me. I wish I hear my name. Man, I, I wish I, let me get on this job and they acting up. I, boy, I'm telling you, I'm, well, how, how do we say it? I got time today? No, 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 no. Arrest those thoughts. Arrest those thoughts and let this mind, what mind? Christ's mind, his thoughts be in you. Arrest those things. Change your mind. Think differently. Decide on the other side. Decide on the other things. Let, let the decisions that Christ would make in these situations kind of guard you. So, so I, I want to give you a few things. I want to give you a few things um, because because if we're not careful, we'll allow our feelings to lead our thoughts and then our thoughts, our actions, and all of a sudden we're acting out on our feelings and now we're not getting anywhere and then we're wondering why we can't find joy. Well, our activities are not such that it is joy inducing because we've walked away from joy and we've allowed ourselves to fall into what's happening around us and what Christ is calling us to is to rise above that, have joy because of him and who he is, place our joy on him and then receive joy from him. And now no matter what's going on around us, we can handle. So I want to give you a few things. I want to give you a few things um, where we can kind of think different, where we can behave different. And and, and, I, and again, I'm talking about this whole idea of making sure that, that we're not just being led by our feelings, but we arrest our feelings and make sure that we think the mind of Christ. Fight. We got we to gotta fight for that. Uh, the, the first thing I want to do is tell you to, to think better of others. Right. Right. Think better. The, the way we fight for our joy is to think better of others. What do I mean by that? Listen, one of the best ways we can think better of others is how we consider ourselves. Do you ever notice how if somebody pull out in front of you, they're low down and, and mean and, and rude and all of that stuff. But if you pull out in front of somebody else. Well, what's the big deal? I just, I'm, I'm late for work. I'm trying to get here. I'm trying to, in other words, we tend to be way more gracious toward ourselves than we are to others. And, and one of the things that I think we can do better to help enhance our joy, to help maintain our joy is to think different, to not let feelings get involved, but to, to make a decision, to think the mind of Christ. And, and how about when that person pull out in front of us? How about uh, when, when they're, when they're being mean or when they're being negative, how about we stop for a moment and think, you know what? I have no idea what that person has been dealing with today. I have no idea what they're going, what they're going through. I, I don't know their financial situation. They may be trying to figure out how they're going to pay a bill. They might be struggling with something. They may have just gotten a call from the school about a child. They may have be going through something difficult in their marriage. They may have an ailing uh, mother or father. They may have a parent that they're trying to take care of. They may have just lost uh, a pregnancy. They may have just gotten incredibly bad news and they're not even trying to be rude. They're just dealing with something right now. Let me, let me think different of them for a moment. In other words, watch this, watch this. Remember what we said? Let this mind be in you. Change your mind. Choose to think different. Use Christ's mind to think. Christ was always so compassionate 
towards people. He was very compassionate. And, and when folks were dealing with things, he would take time to think different. He would take time to try and, and, and be of assistance and help and love on them. Even when it called for some tough love, he would still be very compassionate in how he did it. Now, I got, you know, there, there, there were times when he was very tough on people, but the people he was the toughest on were the folks who thought they had it all together, who thought they knew it all, who were hard to talk, to, to deal with. That, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about regular folks on a normal basis that you're running into. We got to learn to think different about them, man. Think different about others. Don't let your mind be in you when you're thinking about others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Think different about others. And then watch this. When you think different about them, you'll start changing your mind. You'll feel that compassion come over you and you'll start doing stuff like, I don't know, praying for them, praying for their situation hoping the best for them, wanting things to improve in their life. You'll start having the type of mind that Christ would have that will want to see better for them, that will want to see them improve, that will want to see their attitude change into a better attitude, that will want to see their day be better. And it's crazy how doing that will enhance your joy. So the first thing we got to do, man, the first thing we got to do is to think better. Think better of others. Be gracious towards them. Think better thoughts for them. The other thing, the other thing we want to do is think better of yourself. I am amazed. I'm amazed. I know I just, just told you sometimes like when something happens, we're, we're quick to let ourselves off the hook, but I'm also amazed at how oftentimes, man, we can be so difficult on ourselves, man. We'll say things about ourselves. We'll convince ourselves of certain negativities that, that man, are, are just not accurate. And, and when we have the mind of Christ, we need to, again, Think different, change our mind from our thoughts to Christ's thoughts. You got to stop telling yourself all your thoughts of yourself. Let me say that again. Somebody need to hear that. You have to stop telling yourself all your thoughts of yourself. Oh, wait a minute, bro, pastor. How in the world can I not tell myself my own thoughts? I know my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. But, but follow me for a second. You'll know your thought and then you'll rehearse that thought and then you'll believe that thought and then you'll act on that thought. And now you're acting out the negative thought you said about yourself. And we got to think different about ourselves. When you have that thought, when you have that negative thought, arrest it, change it, and think the thoughts of Christ. Christ said this about me. I am dearly beloved. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I shall lend and not borrow. I, I know what my situation looks like right now, and I don't like it. I feel some type of way about it, but I am going to say what Christ said, because when we start to say his thoughts about us, then all of a sudden we rehearse those thoughts about us. And then all of a sudden we start to act out those things about us. And then all of a sudden we see things different happen in our life. These are the practical things that we need to be doing on a regular basis. Stop allowing yourself to pull yourself down. I'm amazed. Like we, my wife and I, we do counseling. I sit down and we talk to people and I'm like, we're where did that come from? Well, I'm just this. Well, I'm, now wait a minute. Who, who, who said that? Who told, 
Who told you that? God? That's not what God is saying about you. You are dearly beloved. You are a child of God. You are one who he loves. He knows your name. He knows the very hairs on, on your head. This is a loving God we're talking about. Why are you t saying these things about yourself? Stop beating yourself up. Listen, if you made a mistake and those things are true that you're saying, that's one thing and that's factual, but you don't have to keep rehearsing that. Now say what God said so you can get on a better path. Now believe what God believes about you so you can come out of those things. I ain't gonna never be able to get out of this mess. I'm so sick of this and I'm so sick of that. Okay, now arrest that thought and say what Christ said. But I am the righteous, uh, the righteousness of Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am who he says I am. When I am weak, he is strong. Go ahead and, and, and finish the thought. Go, go ahead and, and add on. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Think better thoughts of yourself. Change your mind about yourself. Now, this could, act, could, could absolutely go the other way. If you're thinking too highly of yourself, then change your mind about yourself. Think Christ's thoughts. Be humble. Uh, if, if you hold yourself out, up high, you'll be brought low. Pride comes before the fall. So, so make sure that you are making that, that you are thinking the right thoughts, not your thoughts, whether they are too low or too high. Think Christ's thoughts, which are right for you. So think different thoughts about yourself. And then and then here's the other thing. Th think better, think better thoughts of God. Think better thoughts of God. Change your mind about what you think of God and think better thoughts of God. Th do you know that without really Thinking about it will think thoughts of God that are inaccurate of God. We'll fool around and be sitting in a place where we're like, well, man, here I am then, all by myself. I ain't, I ain't got nobody to, to look out for. Now, what are we really saying about God when we say stuff like that? Because sometimes we'll think those thoughts and not even realize what we're really saying about God. What we're really saying about God is he's not all present. He doesn't have all power. He doesn't care about me. He won't attend to me. We got to think better thoughts about God. Man, this is a different, different, difficult situation. Whoo, it's dark down here. Man, I'm in a deep pit, but I thank God that he's with me. Wherever I find myself, God finds himself right there with me. If I'm in a, a high place, God is up there. If I'm in a low place, God is down there. If I'm in the water, he's a flotation device. If I'm in the sky, he'll hold me up there. If I'm falling, he'll be my parachute. If I'm in a uh, if I'm in a cold place, he'll warm me. If I'm in a, if I'm in a hot if I'm in a hot place, he'll cool. You got to start thinking different of God. And way too often we'll find ourselves letting ourselves think negative thoughts of God without even realizing that we're thinking negative thoughts of God. And when we let that happen, man, we need to let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus had the best thoughts of God. I'm here to do the will of my father. I am here because he sent me. I am going to do what he has called me to do. I can do no things unless he has called me to do them. I can't go anywhere he hadn't called me to. Like you got to have those thoughts. Don't allow the negative thoughts of when, when Peter comes and, and, and tells Jesus, when Jesus explains that what he's getting ready to do and how he's going to go to the cross and die. And Peter's like, mm -mm, no, not, not going to happen. And, and, and Jesus said, mm -mm, get thee behind me, Satan. Get, get, get thee behind me. 
Satan, what, what's going on there? No, no, no. I, I can't let the thought, even if I'm heading towards something difficult, I can't let the thoughts come in to make me think negative towards God. No, I know what he's called me to do. I can go have some conversations with him. Hey, hey, uh, God, don't like this, this pathway. Don't like this situation. Don't like it one bit. Nevertheless, now my will be done but your, because if I think your thoughts, then I know you're going to be with me. I know you're going to, you're going to keep me. You're going to empower me. You're going to give me what I need to get through. We have to be sure that we're not allowing our mind to run to a negative place about God. I just can't believe I'm going through this. I can't believe this situation is, I can't believe it's allowed to happen. I can't believe they just lying on the job and they getting away with it too. Man, look at what's going on politically. Ooh, ain't nothing going my way. We don't have anything good going on. I can't believe this. Like, Think of what we're really saying about God. God not really in control. God doesn't have power to handle this. God don't know what he's doing. Like we got to be careful when we allow certain thoughts to enter our brain because what they're really doing is becoming negative thoughts that we have about God. And we have to arrest that. We have to change our mind. We have to change our thoughts. We have to add on to when those thoughts come up. No, 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 no. God is in control. I he, Listen, my lack of ability to understand what God is doing doesn't mean he doesn't know what he's doing. As a matter of fact, my lack of ability to understand what God is doing is actually proof text of his quality of as God because he wouldn't be much God if I knew everything that was going on he wouldn't be much God if I could figure out everything he was doing he wouldn't be much of a God if I always understood him so so the fact that he's God means there are going to be some things that I don't understand there are going to be some things that that leaves my comprehension there are going to be some things that I don't understand right now but he is God he is mighty he is awesome he is powerful and I am going to trust a mighty awesome powerful God that even though I don't understand right now, he'll show me when he need me to know. We got to have the right thoughts about God. Don't let yourself think negative thoughts without even realizing that they are negative thoughts that you are attributing to God. We have to arrest those things and think these thoughts. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I'm telling you, man, if we if we could just start to employ some of those simple things, and, and I call them simple things just because they're just thinking different about others, thinking different about ourselves, thinking different about uh, God, letting this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. But, I, but look, we got to contend for it. We got to fight for it because the negative thoughts are going to come. We got to arrest them. Mm -mm, nope, that's not what God said. The negative thoughts about others are going to come. But you know what? They might be going through some stuff. God bless them and keep them. The negative thoughts about ourselves might come. Man, is this ever going to get better? Am I ever going to get out of this? You know what? I am because I am the righteous of Christ. He loves me. He cares for me. I'm going to put my faith and trust in him. He's going to pull me through. And just the negative thoughts in general, man, what's going on in the world? How is this happening? How is this allowed? We're, we're being negative towards God sometimes without even knowing it. We got to arrest that. No, no, no. God is in control. I don't know how he's going to work these things out for my good, but I know that all things work together for the good of them who are called by his name and called to his purpose and those who he loves. He will work these things out on our behalf. And in the meantime, while I'm letting this mind be in me that is also in Christ Jesus. What I'm also doing is deciding that I'm going to have joy. I'm going to think different about that person so it doesn't steal my joy. I, listen, I, I know it may be some stuff going on. God bless you. I'm going to keep my joy. I'm going to think different about myself. Yeah, I had a hiccup, had a bad, bad situation going on right there, but God is in control. God loves me. I'm going to hold on to my joy because it's in him. It's on him. It's because of him. 
yeah, yeah, man, there's, there's a lot going on in the world, but I'm not going to let that change my mind about how good and how gracious my God is. He's been holding me up through it all. My joy is because of him. So I'm going to maintain my joy. I am going to fight. I'm not going to let the feelings come in and crowd out my joy. I'm going to contend against them. I'm going to fight against them. I'm going to think different. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to arrest those thoughts. I'm going to let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. And as I do that, I am fighting for, holding on to, contending for my joy. And I can have joy no matter the situation because I have the mind of Christ on the inside of me. Listen, man, I hope something's been said that would be a blessing to you. I truly believe that these are some things that we can do to really build on and maintain, hold on to uh, our joy. Don't allow our feelings to crowd out our joy, but make a decision when you open up your eyes, before you go to sleep at night, when you're walking along the way, make a decision to have joy. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Listen, if there's anything we can do to be a blessing to you, don't hesitate to let us know. Also, be praying for us, man, and uh, allow the Lord to speak to your heart. And uh, if these podcasts are being particularly a blessing to you and God has laying on your heart to be a blessing to the ministry, go to uniquelifechurch.org. There are ways you can support the ministry there. Uh, if God is laying on your heart to be more active in the ministry, come on, man. We have services every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We also go live uh, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Connect with us at uh, uniquelifechurch.org so we can uh, connect together together and be a blessing in that way as well. Uh, be sure to like, share, uh, subscribe to the podcast, let other people know what's going on so they can be blessed as well. Listen, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. I love you. Again, if there's anything we can be, uh, anything we can do to help you, don't hesitate to let us know. God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.